Meanwhile, in Omnipotent City, Jesus and a fellow god watch the goings-on of Thor Love and Thunder. Oh my god, oh, they just called you out. They said you were the god of carpentry. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 you know, I, I, I'm not. I'm not the god of carpentry. Actually, I'm a I got some cabinets back home that they're, they're really squeaky. I was wondering if you could fix them for me. But that's not what I do. I, I have what? the skill. I have the skill, but I'm not the god of it. I am the god of, well, let's see, all of the things I taught. I didn't go around swinging hammers, teaching people how to nail boards. I taught love. Friendship, compassion, those are the things I am the god of. Oh, I would say, all right, if you're so friendly, why you got holes in your hands there, huh? That seems pretty creepy to me. It's my stigmata. It's part of the whole friendly thing. I, you know what? I, I'm going to say this. For the first time in my life, I'm fucking pissed. Oh, oh, because it's not all about you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, crap. Look, oh, my God. Zeus just got a, just got shot in the in the heart. I think he's dead. You know what? Good. And you know what? You're right. I, I Here I am rambling on about me, 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 and the whole point was giving yourself over to the other. Who are you, my friend? What are you the god of? I'm the god of cheesecake. Well, it's nice to meet you, god of cheesecake. I'm Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm B. Arthur. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 228 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your friend and co-host, Brett, and this is your other friend and other co-host, Evil Jeff. Say something, girl. Something, girl. Hey. I wasn't being literal. <laughs> well, I was, and you're oh, going to have to that's deal what with makes it. makes <laughs> such a pair. <laughs> so in the ever-going saga of your COVID, it's back, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently um, I was put on something called Paxlovid, and uh, apparently for some for a small percentage of people, Paxlovid makes everything taste like battery acid the whole time you're on it, and I was that small percentage. And for another small percentage of people, after a few days, it just comes back. So I was testing negative, I was going out, hanging out with friends, and then just a few days ago, I woke up sick again, and it's back. So, yay. This virus has been one step ahead of us the entire time. I mean, yeah, it's all it's all doom and gloom. We're all fucked. But you know what? At least we have comic books. That's the only thing. It's the only thing we got going. We do. And not only do we have comic books, but we've got some hot topics about comic book related properties. So why don't we cue that music, Evil Jeff? What are you calling here? Ooh. Hot, hot topics. Hot topics. Today's, this week's hot topics. Uh, we'll keep it short, solely about the MCU. I've heard rumors about appearances in upcoming Disney Plus shows, Evil Jeff. Oh, okay. Um, so is this about She-Hulk? This is about She-Hulk, but let's start with Echo. Oh, okay. I'm sure you've heard the rumor. When does Echo surprise. come out? When does that one come out? Ooh, I think it's... Is it next after She-Hulk? Oh, okay. And don't tell me Hawkeye appears in it, because that's... I mean, I'm expecting No, no, that. no, that doesn't count. No, like like so much so much speculation, so many of us have speculated Wilson Fisk is going to appear in Echo. I mean, okay. No shit. But so is Matt Murdock. Awesome. Yeah, which 
I don't I didn't want to say nothing out loud, but part of me always wondered, is this kind of a side door into the Daredevil universe? I mean, I don't mean to say side door. She is Phoenix and everything, but is this a way to get into the kind of whole Hell's Kitchen corner? Yeah. And does that mean Jessica Jones is coming back? Yes, it does, because the next rumor is that she will appear in She-Hulk. Ah, of course. I mean, who else is going to try? I mean, if she's a lawyer, she's going to need a PI to do some digging around. She's going to need a PI. Oh, that would be so awesome. Gosh, I can't wait. I hope the CGI for Kristen Ritter is better than that. Of Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the thing. They said they're not. They're only using Christian Ritter's voice and just CGIing, even they're though she's CG- a human. Yeah, they're they're CGI-ing just gonna CG her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, cool. So that's exciting. I'm excited for yeah. that. Yeah, and that is, I don't really know when Echo comes out. I have to check the order of MCU shows again. But we'll have She-Hulk soon after Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. And really quick, yeah. I don't think we're going to talk about it in depth later, but okay. did, did you like the last episode of Ms. Marvel? Kind of our flashback? Yeah, it was cute. It was sweet. It definitely felt a little... There's somewhere it's like it felt a little bit of just like a filler lead up to the finale. Sure. Yeah, um, a little, yeah. And the one complaint I will have is the CGI of the deaths of the, of the Jin characters. Mm-hmm. Like Najma and stuff was a little not that good. That's okay. When they like turned into skeletons, <clears throat> I was like, <laughs> I kind of it was, laughed. I was like, oh, that's, is that's, oh, I don't want, okay. It was like one notch worse than um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when they got hit with the Terrigen Mists. <laughs> and that was many years ago yeah. on ABC. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's cute. I'm excited to see what, what's going on. And then I liked that the mom um, found out what was going on and was like sweet and understanding, which is what I always said from the beginning, you dummy. Yes. And what, who, me? <laughs> um, what I think will happen then is we'll get Kamala's final costume via her mother to kind of pay off the mom sewing the Hulk costume. Yes. For AvengerCon in the beginning. And it looks like Cameron has his pa- has his powers. Now He's got well. his powers. So yeah, we're setting it all up. We're setting it all up, and nobody's an inhuman. Nope. Nope, not a one. Black Bolt. See you later. <laughs> okay. Evil Jeff, you want to talk about some X Men comic books? How about we hit the music? Okay. I want your ex. We got two this week. That's right, we do. Legion of X and Sabretooth. Legion of X and Sabretooth. You want to hit Legion of X first? Number four. Legion of X number four? No, number three. Number three? Number three. Number three. Legion of X, I think they're doing a little too much. I was going to ask, is this book about cops or is this book about religion? Well, not only is this book about cops... Or is it about religion? Is it about escaped gods? Is it about Banshee becoming Ghost Rider? Is it about Loki showing up? Is it like it's there's there's like five hundred plot threads? Is it yeah, about the eyeball I mean, and the Iraqi? Like and yeah. then it's like oh, there's also kind of a romance between um, uh, Nightcrawler and uh, Weaponless Zen and Weaponless Zen. Like they there's just there's, there's, fuck. there's like a and then it's like oh now we have Sad Juggernaut, we have Ghost Rider, Banshee, we have. Uh, we have a pixie. We have Doctor Strange. Like 
there's so much happening where I'm like, I think it just needs to, they need to simplify it a little bit, in my opinion. I feel like everything is going to come together at the end of this arc and like everything will converge into something a lot simpler because it feels like there's basically three. And, but then it's just going to end. It's going to converge and then it'll be over. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. This is one of those limited ones. Yeah. I guess for me, and I think it just comes down to, Oh, and then it's also, is this about Legion taking over um, the quiet Wait, council? Is this a limited one? Is it? I don't know. There's, I don't, there's no indication. Usually it says three of five. Yeah. On my contact. I don't trust this anything. It just says number three. I don't trust. Listeners, anything. please correct us. Please straighten us out. But I guess the one thing, uh, yeah, I just, I just want more character development. So when I find interesting characters, I don't know. I just feel like in 30 pages, when you just have like 20 characters, it's just too much. It's too much. I agree. I agree. But there, the three plots they have going on all have a cavalcade of characters. We've got the fugitive god plot. We've got the skin, uh, the skin jumper plot. Yes. And we've got the whole um, mother righteous offering powers plot. Yes. And luckily, they were like, "Oh, these are the same case. They're con- they're the same thing." I'm like, "Thank God," because let's start yeah, combining that's why shit. I think things will converge. Right? They really are making you think that the fugitive god is loki aren't they They're it is with and that. at first i was like oh it's clearly loki but now i feel like all right now they're making it so much that it's loki but they're not showing his face that, I that feel there's like no it's way it's loki. loki yeah 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 hard agree hard agree but also is the person who uh made banshee ghost rider how is she connected to all of this? Right. Is she the fugitive God? But is then that, she's so, so but the then reveal? why were they showing the fugitive God with the little horns and stuff? So to mislead us. Yeah, true. I don't know. Also, why is Banshee ghost Rider? What is the point of that? <laughs> I wish I could answer your question. I can't, but I do feel there is a running theme that's happening. This and Sabretooth, which I think I think is going to probably come to a head in um, Immortal X-Men. And that is the Kitty Pride quote that we've said before is Professor Xavier is a jerk. Yeah. Um, everybody yeah. hates Professor X. And now that Magneto has left and Moira is gone, yeah. I'm pretty sure Xavier is either going to end up in the pit or be um, banned from Krakoa. It That's feels- my prediction. Yeah, it feels like he won't be, like, he'll either be vilified or just put into the background or, you know, he'll be like, I set this up for you guys. I built the house. My work here is done. And then, poof, See, I don't he's think Xander like, in uh, space. I think he wants more control than that. I no. don't think he would go down. I, I don't think he would go down easy. I think he would put up with a fight. And I think as crazy as it sounds... The person who would blow up Krakoa rather than relinquishing the power, I feel, is Xavier. I think he would do something crazy like that. Do you not agree? He's done it. He's done it before. Onslaught. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. The theme that Sabretooth number five, which we'll talk about in a sec, and Legion of X number three kind of raise is that Xavier insists on these simple black and white rules. You do this, 
or you don't do this. And if you don't do this, you get in the pit. Like everything is so black and white and nice and clean and simple. And there is no room for gray in his mind. And I think what Legion of X and Sabretooth are talking about is, but isn't there gray? You know, like, can we look at the, what locking people up really does, you know, could, could we look at like having these really simple rules? Look at what that does to people. Yeah. They're leaving babies everywhere. Yeah, what is and going being on over, with that? And they're being overpunished. Yeah. So it's interesting. And to me, like somebody who is like, it's my way or the highway, it's this way or no way. I mean, that's a fascist. But isn't it weird that we're in a polyamory, pansexual, fascist state? It's so isn't weird. that weird? It's so weird. I know. I mean, like maybe maybe fascism is hard, but he's like certainly a, like a benevolent dictator who's not that benevolent. Yeah. But I, I mean, I like this direction. I like that we're now questioning all of this. Whereas before, I was there with them. I was like, "What a paradise! Everything's perfect. The rules—they're so simple." And now I'm like, "The rules—they're so simple." So let's move on to Sabretooth 5. Evil Jeff, what do yes. you think? That's the finale of this. I mean, I love, I was like, where's Nanny and Orphan Maker? Yes. And they fucking showed up. Like right here, bitch. We're right here. This is really, fa- this is also one that definitely, toad. this definitely shows how people are realizing that's, the, I think especially the idea of like just hurting Krakoa gets you sent to the pit which I find is very strange. But I like that they use magma to cause this utter disruption using her powers, to, to her magma powers. It causes Krakoa to be damaged so much that it has to drain the energy of everyone around them. And that way there's yeah. no witnesses, so they can't really prove what happened. Right. So I thought that was very clever. And yeah. that and that kind of catalyst helped um, release Xavier. I mean, not Xavier, Sabretooth. So Sabretooth yeah. is free, gets on Bling's well, boat. Well, not yeah, yet. Gets on Bling's boat. Yeah. That's by then. Gets on Bling's <laughs> bo- boat. But before, he sees good old Mystique and Destiny. Oh, his ex-boo. And her current boo. Yeah. And basically, they're fighting, but then Destiny's like... Little whisper in the ear, and then it's like, all right, you can go. We choose go. chaos. We choose chaos. How did Mystique take him down so easily? My goodness. She's good. Yeah, that was, I mean, I don't know if that would really happen. Let's just say he's in a weakened state. Yes. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, he hasn't been using his muscles for a while, although he does have permanent he's, healing factor, but. Mm. He's, no, he was woozy. He hasn't slept in a while. Yeah, Yeah. sure. She's good, though. But the other reason that he was able to get out is Doug and Warlock are kind of like, yeah, this turned out this is really fucked up and this is bad. So we think we're just going to like let everyone go. Yeah, this is fucked up. Xavier's not really paying attention anymore. Why don't don't you all just go? And then he not only does that, um, he lets everybody go, but then the other people have to go and chase after Sabretooth. They do. They do. 
And who's to say they're not going to side with Sabretooth when they find him? Well, they're very pissed off because it looks like Sabretooth was like, hey, we're all going to leave together and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and, then he fucking, yeah. and then he fucking betrays all of them. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to choose. Well, I mean, whose side are you going to choose? Especially yeah. when, um, if they're going after Xavier, I mean, I keep calling, why do I keep calling Sabretooth Xavier? COVID brain. They keep going after Sabretooth, but Sabretooth, lo and behold, gets sucked up by Orcus. Just sucked up by Orcus. Yeah. So if if Nanny and them, and I have a feeling Nanny, because this is all leading to, it looks like the new comic, because apparently they just, we can't use new, there's no new comic book names anymore. Nope. We have a set of names that we must use over and over. And here comes the Exiles. Which, thank goodness, because back in House of X, when Sabretooth was first sucked into the pit and Xavier was like, you are in exile and exile was all like big and italic i'm like oh there's he's gonna be in a book called exiles eventually yes and then years went by and the answer was no but now it's yes yes and it looks like if nanny's gonna take her ship with this new group of exiles which i love this team would be pretty cool um and they realize they're fighting against orcus they're gonna side with Sabretooth over orcus so oh hell yeah they're gonna get over his shit quick now I have a question for you. Remember Axis, where everybody yeah. was inverted. How did he go back? And Sabretooth was kind of inverted and became good. When did he go back? I'm did not people sure. just just stop? I feel like yeah, at was some it like point, a slow fade? I feel like there was a slow fade, and then after Krakoa was like, no, that's just not a thing anymore. Yeah, it's not a thing. How did Tony go back? How did Alex go back? I think Alex, maybe Alex went back when he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Remember Axis? Ugh, how dare you do that to me? <laughs> Why? Speaking, Why, did, speaking, some, I don't did know. something happen to I didn't like you? it. Oh, yeah, I didn't think oh, it was yeah, no. no, also, I was in a horrible car accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wait, I need to go back one. We need to talk about one other thing that I just thought of in Legion of X. Oh, and that is um, the fucking porno fantasies of Nightcrawler. <gasps> Nightcrawler, can we? There's, can we talk about one in particular that I was like, "Girl, that's your sister." Yes, Rogue. That's exactly that's exactly what I want to bring up. Oh, I'm so glad you circled back. And why is he that. wanting to have fuck? Nightcrawler is fantasizing? He's so we wanting. see Cerise. We see it looks like I think Megan was there. It's like. Of course, let's see the past exes. Amanda Sefton. But Rogue? Rogue? Was there a thing between him and Rogue? Series? Was there a thing? Listeners, if anybody remembers, was there ever a thing between him and Rogue? I remember yeah, there was the a thing between mama. him and Rachel. I remember there was always, every once in a while there was a thing between him and, and Aurora. I understand that, but Rogue has now been revealed that he is your, your brother and sister. Granted, not by blood. Because isn't yeah. Rogue is just I adopted, mean, right? Yeah. So but not I mean, by blood. Like a- and they weren't raised together, so I guess it's like... But I always say this. Whenever you're saying it's not technically incest, you're on the it's losing incest. platform. Like, if you're yeah. having to say it's not technically, then you're in trouble. He's so horny. What the fuck? That's gross. Says the person who has watched a couple of incest porns in his lifetime. Oh, uh, he probably made some too, girl. Well, I will say there is a trope in the BLs I watch there are a lot of step, like stepbrother 
thing. Oh, yeah. Where, but it's That's like, but it's like they're teenagers, and the two their two parents get married and they're forced to move in together, and then they yeah. start having feelings. And I feel that's. But then it's like technically. Is that gross or is that well? Not I mean, gross? Nightcrawler and Rogue are less close than that. Like they never even shared a household ever. Yeah, but still, pervert. What's your sister, pervert. He's so hot. Uh oh. You know what though? Next week, yeah, we're getting some good books. What are we getting? Well, we're, we're going to get like a prequel book to Judgment Day. So that's fun. Oh, it's starting. It's starting. We're getting the Hellfire Gala. Right. By the way, have you seen the leak of the new team? No. No. What is it? Oh, my God. Um, I have to do this from memory. Oh, shit. I can't. I can't. But Look I can it up. Tell Look you, it up. I can tell you who won um, the X-Men uh, vote. Did that already happen? Yeah, we voted. Oh, that's right. And they right. said, okay, see you, in, see you in July. Oh, yeah, that happened so long ago. So long ago. I voted for Bling. Do you remember? You voted for Bling? Hell oh, yeah. Bling. No. Girl, it gets worse. I didn't vote for Bling. Comic Book Queers voted for Bling, okay? Oh, so I'm, I have to be a part of this. <laughs> it's on your hand. The blood is on your hands. Um, who, who is so we still, so thankfully we still have, you know, so we knew we would still have Jean. Okay. Um, we knew that we would still have sync. Yes. Um, did we know if we were going to have Cyclops? We, We were speculated. Maybe not. Well, the answer, the answer is we do. Yes. However, there is a person we don't have who we speculated might stick around. Who does uh, Wolverine? She's not there. Oh, no. All right, who but is? But we, we do have another resident bad girl kind of taking her place. Who? Magic. Oh, yes. All right, love that. Um, You know what? Scott probably wants to keep that crazy brother of his close, right? Vulcan? No, we got Havoc. Oh, Havoc. Mm-hmm. Shit, all of his brothers are crazy. Love that. Um, you need some you need some tech, right? You need some good tech to Wait, fight when's with. the last time Cyclops and Havoc were on the same team? Oof. When they were X-Men together? But wh- when were they X-Men like together? Like back back like right after uh, like when Havoc and Polaris first joined? But even then, yeah, that yeah, that was still like yeah, that's I yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> well, Nothing, I think that was the last time. Not the pre pre issue like 90 whatever. That doesn't count for shit. That's crazy. Well, All right, who else? Yeah. Who else? Who else? <gasps> Do you need good tech? Luckily, Forge is on your team. Yeah. I'm over Forge. Go ahead. Oh. Um and so final member in addition to Wait, did we talk about who won? No. The X ex- Oh, we didn't talk about who won the X-Men vote. You just said you voted for Bling. Oh, right. But we all knew who was going to win because she was on TV in the 80s. Who was it? Firestar. Of course. Of course. But wouldn't it be great if Firestar had one of her 
amazing friends on the team with her. Is Iceman on it? Yes, he is, girl. Yay! I so think it's so is... funny how they're just like, they've concocted this like, oh yeah, they're best friends. And I'm like, they were in, yep. the, in the cartoon. They've never met. Okay. <laughs> um, so Cyclops, Jean Grey, Sync, Havoc, Magic, Forge, Firestar, and Iceman are the new X-Men. I'm, I love that. I love it. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, let's talk about TV, shall we? Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. All right. We have another season finale, which went by so fast. When there are only eight episodes and they released three episodes right from the the get-go, it just Mm -hmm. goes by way too fast. That's The Boys. Of course, we're talking about The Boys. The Boys. I have to say, here's my overall note for the finale, which I really enjoyed. It felt like a mid-season finale. I agree. I felt like the stakes felt higher a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, and it's sort of just like, okay, we're setting things back to the status quo a little bit. Yeah. Except Homelander will have the kid. Yes. So, but yeah, so it was very like, so, but also did, uh, yeah, so I guess... I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I felt like for me, it, nothing that drastic happened. The only it didn't thing, really move things forward. Yes. Right. The only thing that really depresses me is how accurately um, the schism between pro Homelander and anti pro and anti Homelander, which is basically just conservatives. Oh, it's MAGA and MAGA the versus the, uh, the rest of the world. But the way it ended, and I will tell you that it was so fucked up. Where he, the one of the liberals, like throws something, it and it like kid. hits the kid, and Homelander just blows the guy's brains up with his uh, with his heat ray, and everyone, especially because it's uh, Mother Milk's. Uh, uh, what's it? Her, his ex-wife's Her new husband. Stepdad. Yeah, right. Uh, starts cheering, and they all start cheering, and then you're like, "Oh, fuck!" Oh yeah, fuck. But I do love that, like all the incel Snyder Cut people watching the show who always thought Homelander was like so cool, and this show was like so anti woke. They were like, "Oh wait, is that about us? And this, <laughs> am I the villain? But, am I the drama?" But that, that's the crazy thing is you're just like. Why did you, why did you not if you're this dumb why are you realizing it now when you did not realize it in the past 2 seasons Why are, things have to be extra spoon-fed girl I love it they're just like oh yeah that show with the Nazi <laughs> wait a minute Ooh. Wait Homelander who was with the Nazis bird Am Jesus I the drama? Christ Yeah Yeah but so, I mean, a few things kind of quote unquote changed. Like we just kind of amplify, like turn the volume up on Homelander. Soldier Boy is back to being in stasis. Uh, Starlight is now officially on the boys where it's like, I mean, you always kind of were. I need Starlight to get a power up. 
I did. I remember when I said I wanted like a Jean Grey Phoenix moment. I like we we sort of did get that kind of thing. But I yes, I do want her to have but like it was a because of Huey. And then Huey's like, let me turn on all the lights. And I'm like, really? Is that the only way she can be powered if there's like a lot of lights? Yeah, I mean, you accept it with Dazzler and sound. Yeah, but Dazzler ain't ever going to be Phoenix. If she can absorb uh, electricity and energy and lights, she's basically Vulcan. Yeah, she could drain the whole world. Exactly. I want them to open up. And here's what I want to happen. I want someone to do the um, antithesis of the Dark Phoenix saga. I want it where, let's just say it's Starlight. Let's just imagine she realizes she can actually tap into energy anywhere and she starts becoming super powerful and because she's super powerful she starts being like okay y'all need to like listen to me but everything she wants is like universal healthcare and great things but then all these men are like oh my god she's getting out of control but she's actually like no i'm fine like i want one where it's like oh that would be good because it's always like oh the woman's going crazy but i want one where the woman is not going crazy but basically, but, but the, the men around them are crazy, like, oh, you which, must be crazy because they can't yeah. handle a woman with power. She's, That's what I the, want to have oh. with her. What a good <laughs> what a good way of satirizing our world today with it, with like without doing it the same old, same old way, which I feel like they're kind of doing. Like, it's so clear even folk get it. <laughs> but I think your they? way is more subtle. It's more nuanced. But do they? Um, but I mean, overall, it was good. I did enjoy the Frenchy Kimiko stuff. I mean, I think Kimiko, I think, is the most adorable creature on the planet. And Frenchy, like, got to be drugged up. Nobody listens to me, Frenchy, until they do. And he's right. Fun. And Maeve lost an eye. Maeve lost an eye, but gained a lesbian. We gained a lesbian. Which I did love the ending for Maeve, and I did love seeing Maeve go toe-to-toe with Homelander, because I always thought she had that in her. And... You know, I'm always like, Super, Wonder Woman can take Superman. Yeah. I mean, she can hold her own against him. And can I just give just my little thing of a character that I really want to die? Yes. Ashley. Uh, yeah, Ashley. The wig, the wig snatch reveal. What? I'm like... And in the end, she like deleted Maeve's thing. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't not want enough. you on. You're not on a good guy. You're not a good guy. I don't want you on a good guy. I just want Homelander to just vivisect you in half. I'm done. Yeah. 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 Although. Her character's annoying. I, I could do a whole show about the deep. I really, really could. Chase Crawford's the, like, it's one of the funniest performances on TV to me. So fucked up. Oh, and that's right. Now that he left his wife, the wife is like writing a book and in too deep. Yeah, just basically saying what an awful asshole he is. <laughs> and he had to assassinate a senator, which he did. Crazy, crazy. It's and crazy then head show. popper, head popper is going to be the VP. Oh, she's going to be VP. Which she's I mean, VP. we all know it's going to happen. They'll be inaugurated and pop, pop president. Now you're president. Yeah. Oh. They should, oh my god. They should call her like Jiffy or Redenbacher. <laughs> oh my god. When was the last time you made Jiffy Pop popcorn on the stove? Do they they still have that, right? Like with the the like the one that Drew Barrymore did? 
Yeah. They don't make that anymore. They must. They do not make that anymore. It's so dangerous. They only make microwave popcorn. Okay. That using that 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 way with on the stovetop one where the foil it was probably like we'll when I was like 10 years old. Cuz after that our family bought our own popcorn machine. Oh, okay, Rockefeller. We got fancy. We got fancy. Oh, we were poor my as fuck, but we we were like, but we need our popcorn. <laughs> Did you do well in the market or something? No, we were bankrupt. We were super poor. But so, I, I will say, I think it was my dad had. Um, he knew a guy that worked at like uh, it was called Best Products, which was very equivalent to like a Ooh, uh, like fancy. a Walmart. Okay. But he knew a guy that worked there. And basically, when people returned things, they just threw <gasps> them out. And so he, when after we went bankrupt, he was like, oh. that guy was basically like, you want to come and look through returned products? I think the popcorn thing was a returned product. Because I will say there were a couple of Christmases. Like when we were six after we went bankrupt and we had no money, there was one Christmas where literally we went downstairs and there was a pile of seven Atari game systems and a hundred games. And we were like, wow, plug it in. That one doesn't work. Plug it in. That one doesn't work. And then Good finally it was like, seven, right, kids? yeah. And then it was like, oh, this one works. All right, now let's put in the games. So out of the hundred games, only this like doesn't work. only seven of them worked because they were all returned. But some people are stupid and return things that still work. And so, so we had an awesome Christmas you got a for new free. Atari. Yeah, you, we right. did. That's we did. Awesome Christmas. But we also new very Atari, clearly knew games. there wasn't a Santa Claus because Santa Claus wasn't. Yeah. Or if there was a Santa Claus, he was like, hey, garbage, <laughs> take these broken toys and see if you can do something with them. <laughs> My secret is I pick through garbage. <laughs> anyway, uh, why are we talking about popcorn? I don't know. I all I know is you were in a dumpster diving family. That's my take. <laughs> my dad was. I was not. But do you ever notice that if you just switch two letters and popcorn, you get cop porn? Ooh, is that our next topic? Hit the music. No? Sorry. Um are we talking about Thor now? Now let's talk about Thor Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder! Thor Love and Thunder! Ow, 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 ow! All right, I um, guess we should... Should we do a one, two, three? Yes. One, two, three. Here we go. One, two, three. I loved, I loved it. it. I loved it. It was People great. People are shitting on this movie. You know why? People are like, shitting I on think Taika Waititi. Oh, I have a theory. Yeah. So you go first. Oh, I have a theory in that like there's this whole, I'll call them like edgelord community that just like, would you just take this shit seriously? And the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you, that's part one. I, I think there's three factions. And the reason sure. this movie is not doing as well and kind of getting shit on is because- It's doing very well. It is doing well? Okay, good. Yeah. I'm just going by like the reception is people. It's the are kind third of biggest opening of twenty twenty two. It's All like right, yeah. That's fine. But uh Taika is pissing off three different demographics. First of all, the edgelords, and I like to call them the Zack Snyder losers. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. By the way, like, you, no, like, watched, why is it got to be funny? Why is it got to be yeah. funny? These are superheroes. You need to be serious. This is fucking Thor. Another gay Marvel movie. Like those those idiots. Yeah. The second people that he's pissing off is all of the crazy 
incels and conservatives because this movie is gay as fuck. Correct. And it, not only is it gay yeah. as fuck, but it got it has fucking Lady Thor. It has a female Thor. These conservatives are freaking out. And I and, think one and two are related. And I think here is the other thing. Is it's not just the edgelords that are turning on it. A lot of MCU people are turning on it. And usually oh, they can we talk like about them. why? And here's my thing is and someone said this and they were I was watching a TikTok where they were trashing Thor, but the reason that they were trashing it, I agreed with them, but it was oh why I, it was why I liked it. What is it? Thor is a parody of Marvel movies. At this yes. point, it yes. is a comedy yes. parody of Marvel movies. And I think that is hilarious. Most Avengers movies, it's super serious, 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 and then a few jokes. This yep. is jokes 80% of the time and then a little bit of serious. It's like Golden Girls level, it's, a little exactly. bit of serious here. We'll throw in some cancer story here. We'll throw in this, but, but literally every single second, it is making fun of itself. And then people are going around being like, Thor is just like being so over the top. And I'm like, did you not see any Thor movie? Thor's always been that way. Shut sure. up. But like, what what else would you do with Thor 4? Like, I mean, it's, you know, here comes an improv rule. You do things in three. If you do it a fourth time, it's got to be so out there and wacky. Yeah. If you want it to work. And that's what we did here. Yeah. It's super funny. It has great cameos. Natalie Portman is awesome. She's incredible. I loved the Jane stuff. The story I loved the way they tackled it. It's so simple. It's not overly convoluted. It has just high stakes. And and can I just give a shout out? One of the best villains out there, Christian Bale, killed it. He had so much fun. I I do have a, like one gripe about gore. I just felt it was an inconsistent character. And what I mean by that is my favorite scene of his was when he showed up in the kid's cage yeah. and did the scary puppet thing. I wanted that level of bizarre in like throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That that moment was such like a weird standalone moment. It was like he just like like really peaked and like went back down. I would have loved more of that kind of sick twisted humor. Yeah. Because if Everything you've devoted your life to turns out to be a joke. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would love to see that kind of... Who gives a shit? Right. So be a nihilist. Like, be kind of... Have that joker kind of energy. So I would have liked to see more of that. But I did love him in this movie. Yeah. I think they were, like, trying to do it where they were building up to that. And the one yeah. thing is because this was such a clean, streamlined plot, I found that they cut an hour out of this movie. And I really wish there would be a Taika TT cut because have you heard the things that they were cut out? No. Um, apparently Cersei from Eternals had a cameo in it. Really? Yes. Apparently they were referencing this and I've just heard this, that uh, she might have dated Tessa Thompson at some point. Oh shit. Um, yeah, and I think they, like, because they cut so much stuff out, there probably was a lot more fun, crazy Christian Bale moments and other things. And But, but I, I do, and the one thing that when I saw it with Joe, he was like, I almost wish they did a whole uh, Natalie Portman, Jane Foster origin story as its own movie or TV show 
and then, and then led to this, where then you could have more of that other fun stuff and not have to do all of that stuff. And I think the movie is fine the way it is, but I did think like, oh, if I could have had more and had a whole TV show of Natalie Portman, I wouldn't have minded that. That would have been fine. It would, but it would have been weird. I guess it would have been even weirder for her to go from like the normal Marvel tone to this parody tone. You know, it was like, we just yeah. saw this really serious cancer story and now she's going to go out in the joke movie. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I think that is true. It would be hard to keep like this cancer story and because it would have to either be done serious or jokey and it's hard to do jokey cancer stories. Well, you said there was a lot of gay in this movie, which I agree with. Yes. Can we identify some of the gay? Yes. We have, well, speaking of Tessa Thompson, who also probably got left on the cutting room floor a bunch just yeah. to focus up the plot. She she certainly, I mean, they did say like your girlfriend, you know, you've been mourning your girlfriend. Cork said that to her. So is this movie uh, just not playing in China or anywhere or the Middle East? I don't I know. But did you notice that like then later somebody said something like, you're, you know, you lost your sister. And I was like, don't call her sister. Yeah. They did say girlfriend though. They 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 it was they clearly did, they did. like it was Before clearly sister. like you're a big fat lesbian. Yeah, and then she had the kiss the woman on the hand moment at the battle at yes. Omnipotent City. Yes. So that was fun. And that wasn't the only gay. No. Who to tell us the other one? <laughs> Korg. Taika Watiti loves playing gay people lately. He sure does. This flag means uh, our flag means yeah, death. Our gay. flag means death. And now gay yeah so in fairness i think the implied is that korg's whole race is male it's, it, well it's all, all just gay. one gender yeah there's no gender yeah. i think there's just no gender yeah. but we met Dwayne, who korg is going to spend the rest of his life with yeah oh and also i'd like to add that meek meek who is like the worm creature from ragnarok that was korg's partner yeah who like, oh no, Meek's dead. Oh no, he's alive. Um can we say trans? Sure. Wearing the the fancy biz the fancy lady's business suit. Unless Meek does not identify as male, I don't know, or did not identify as male in Ragnarok, I don't know. But I did like to see Meek in a smart power suit. A little school marmy, but we'll we'll allow it. And also, I think Zeus came across as very pansexual. <laughs> very pansexual in that his like concubines included that um, beautiful male. Uh, I thought Russell Crowe was one of the best parts of the movie. It was great. He was so good. The so Greek accent good. is yes. so on Doing point, it so with like a, so good. Because the fact that it's just like doing it with a modern Greek accent is so ridiculous. It's so funny. funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh uh, so God. he was great and glad we got the payoff with him that we'll talk about in a little bit. Speaking of payoff, though, the Guns N' Roses piece, that Sweet Child of Mine kept playing. Well, not just Sweet Child love, of Mine. They did Welcome to the Jungle. Well, they did yeah, Paradise City. I, they did November Rain. They did it was all November fucking Rain, Guns N' Roses songs. Moment. And I'm just telling you, having that through line of all Guns N' Roses really fantastic. was amazing. And I know Axl Rose is a piece of shit and homophobic and racist and all that stuff. But damn, that was some good music. Some good music. Some good music. The payoff I liked to Sweet Child of Mine was obviously the end of the movie. Yes. Which, which, which is a sweet child of his. 
Wait, what? Who? Where Thor gets a sweet child of his. Oh, right, 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 right. I didn't know if you were talking about post-credit stuff. No. Um, so at the end, uh, what's Christian Bale's uh, villain's name? Gore the God Butcher. The God Butcher. He ends up, uh, he's basically going to the center of the universe to eternity so that he can make a wish. Um, and he's going to wish to kill all the gods. But instead, Thor's like, you know, you could wish for your fucking daughter back, you dummy. Choose and love. He, and then he was like, oh, yeah, I should just do that. <laughs> yeah, I should just do that. The thing I didn't That's realize like, is that when he wished her back, she apparently has all the powers of eternity, it looks like. Oh, I don't know. She has, like, superpowers. Because when, when she was walking up, she had... She was in the shape of, like, the insides with all the universe Oh, stuff. yeah, she had, like, the cosmos. Yeah, or maybe that was just, like... I don't know. I, th- I thought that was like a, an effect of the wish. Like but I don't think the, those people did not have laser eyes. She has like super strength and like laser eye beams. She's like Homelander. Oh, yeah. She's like the little kid, um, the little kid from the boys. Yeah. You know who else she is? Who? Chris Hemsworth's actual daughter. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's In cute. Fact, Nepotism. Great. Out of all those, those kids, all the kids, which were also, oh. They were actually, all his think, children. All of those kids were in the all fight battle scene. No. Um, Natalie Portman's daughter is in there. Taika Waititi's kids are in there. Oh, Christian Bale's fun. kid is in there. Yeah, it's oh, like all their kids. Fun. Isn't that fun? That was great. Yeah. I actually loved, loved, loved the Asgardian kids when when they all got powers at the end, juiced up. Oh, and the I one kid like, didn't get a weapon, just kept his doll. And then the doll was using his doll to shoot everybody. I loved it. I oh, loved it. it. So cute. And actually that was, I have two favorite characters in this movie and Axel Heimdall's son was absolutely one of them. I loved him when it was like, it's me. He's like, Astrid, my name's Axel now. So I love I'm Guns and, and then he said, and then he's like, I'm learning to use my eye magic. I was like, this precious baby, I love you. I know, it's so cute. So cute. But then who is my favorite character in the movie? Who? Jealous Stormbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's so fucking funny. These shots were, were the Stormbreaker would just like come into frame, like all pissed off. Oh my oh, God. God. Just so funny. What a good bit. I was I was living for the, the jealous love triangle of Thor and the two weapons. Living for it. I have a question. Wait, does um why when in Infinity War did the hammer break in Infinity War? No, Ragnarok. Did Ragnarok happen after all of that? Ragnarok happened before. But um, then how was Captain America picking up the hammer and all that stuff? Oh, God. Now you're confusing me. Ragnarok happened after. Wait. But no, but but no, because the Hulk wasn't. Fuck. No, Ragnarok Hulk. happened before. No. Because Loki is alive. And then Hulk wasn't on Earth. Loki dies in Endgame. Yeah, so it's right after Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, it was right after Civil War, before Infinity War. But then how is the hammer together at the end of Endgame? Why am I so fucking confused right now? 
Well, I just don't remember. I mean, am I, I mean, I, is this a legitimate question or? <laughs> it was Infinity War. No, I'm legit confused. It's Infinity War and then. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. And because Ragnarok, because Endgame. Endgame picks up right as, or yeah, it picks up right as Thanos comes. So it's like, it's like Hulk escapes um, the Asgardian ship. To warn Doctor Strange that Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's absolutely. It's absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm so. Oh God, why? Why did I not? Why did I struggle with this? It's Infinity War, Ragnarok, Endgame because the Guardians find. Oh my God. But where did the hammer get? When was the hammer put back in, together? Yeah, in this movie. But I guess. But then, why was the hammer apart? Hela crushed it, Kate Blanchett in Ragnarok. But then how is it back together for Captain America to pick up the hammer to use against uh, Thanos? Right. Are we stupid? Listeners, can you explain to us? Make it make oh, sense. Can... How does that work? I'm sure there's I am... I'm sure someone's gonna be like, hey, dumb faggots, it's this. And we're like, oh yeah. Ragnarok. It was Ragnarok, prior to Infinity War, and Endgame. So how the fuck? Oh, 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 God! I'm so stupid. Okay, it's because in Endgame, when Thor goes back in time to Asgard with Rocket, he grabs the hammer from the past and takes it with him. Ah, uh, right, 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 right. Where's that hammer now? Where'd that hammer go? (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, Kevin Feige, are you listening? Explain, please. Where's that other hammer? Yeah. Because I will say the broken hammer, the fact that she, um, Natalie Portman, can like split the hammer up and then call it back to her. It was pretty fucking cool. It was pretty fucking cool, especially when she trapped the necro sword in it. When yeah. she shattered the necro sword, that was really cool. Yeah, Natalie Portman was great in this. Also, I loved her. I loved her. And so, can we talk about the post credit scene? Let's do it. Oh, well, let's talk about the post post because Natalie Portman she does die in battle. Uh, she turns into gold dust, much like Odin did when he died in Ragnarok. <laughs> right before Thor's hammer was crushed. And she is met by Heimdall, Idris Elba in Valhalla. Yes. Beautiful ending for these warriors. Is that, do you think that's like, you're done? Or do you think there's a way for them to come back from Valhalla? Well, let's broaden that question to all of these afterlife realms that we have seen in several shows and movies now. We've got Valhalla. We've got, you know, the ancestral realm from Black Panther. We've got, um, uh, uh, come on, what's another one? Uh, we've got the, 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 the desert in Moon Knight. Right, right, right. We've got, we've got the quantum realm. Like, there's all these realms. Can you come back from a realm? Sure, maybe. It's hard. We have the, what's the weird zombie things of uh, Doctor Strange? 
at the end the of incursions? Doctor Strange. Yeah, maybe is that count? Maybe not. That's more. Well, different that's what dimensions. that's when two universes. That's more collide. different dimensions. Yeah, oh. it's but it's there's definitely a big there's a big thing for for everybody to play with, but uh, yeah. So I think I think they did that, but I bet you it's kind of a thing of like Natalie Portman isn't promising to do anything else, but they want to leave things a little open of like we probably yeah. could get her out of there if we want to do something else with her. But if she's not, then that's fine. We're fine. So for that other. The I want to talk about scene. this one because talk about I, yummy, yum, 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 yes. yum, yum. Yes. I, so I had read like a bullshit article before I saw it. Like I saw the movie on Saturday. Usually I'd see it on Thursday. I waited till Saturday. So you got spoiled? In the, in the, no, I didn't get spoiled, but I saw a headline that was like, who is blank from the mid credit scene? I was like, okay, I didn't see the name, but I was like, okay, so somebody new is being introduced in the mid credit scene. And so I immediately went to better ray bill right horseface thor and then i was talking to my husband about it and i was like oh wait no like before the movie while we were eating and i said no wait it's gonna be will powder because the guardians are in it and so like i'm sure the guardians are not in the whole thing we'll go back to the guardians and we'll have like a, we'll meet will powder wait who's will powder he's playing adam he's hot now oh adam warlock yeah okay and during the while well, the credits are rolling before the scene, I turned to Jeff. I was like, "No, wait! It's going to be Hercules. It's absolutely going to be Hercules." Uh-huh. And so when they cut to Zeus, I was like, "Uh huh, uh huh." And Zeus was talking, and I was like, "Please say, isn't that right, Hercules?" <laughs> and he said something like that. And isn't it the guy from Ted Lasso? Yes, it's Brett Goldstein. He looked so hot. He looks so good. His pecs are popping. So fucking hot. And can I just say, isn't Hercules dating Marvel Boy right now in the in the oh, comics? Yeah. So oh, yeah. is this another gay character that is also being added that appeared in this yep. movie? Is yep. he gay? Probably. What's his name? Brett Goldstein? Is that his name? Yes. Can I just say, do you know his history of of how he got on the show, Ted Lasso. I, I did hear recently, like he basically like wrote them and like begged them, like, please put me on. No, he was a writer. He was just a writer on the show. Oh. And he just said, hey, I've been writing this character so much. Can I please just give me a chance to go in and audition for it, please? And they're like, what? You're just a writer. Like, do you even know how to play sports? And he's like, yeah. He went in audition and they were like, fuck, that's, you're it. Can you imagine? You're just a comedy writer and within three years, you're playing fucking Hercules for the MCU. Talk about like, is that where you, can you, awesome. he probably, there's no way he saw that that's where his life was going to be. It's so amazing. And he looks so He got the role because so he's hairy. Good. People are like, he's not big enough. I'm like, but he's hairy. What? Enough, and that's all I care about. Those pecs were popping. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. I mean, but Hercules is like gigantic in the comics. Oh. Well, if you're going to be pissed off that, wait till they introduce Marvel Boy and he starts making out with him. Oh, you think Was Jude bad. Law Marvel Boy and Ms. Marvel? No, right? No. No. Okay. He was some Cree guy. Right. Like a like an older Cree general. All right. He wasn't Novar. Um, one other reason that people are like poo-pooing um, not just Thor, but like a lot of recent MCU stuff is because yeah. they're like, what is the point of phase four? What is the direction? Again, Thor has pissed us off because it's not clear 
where this is all going. And it's like, nothing frustrates me more than to hear that particular criticism. Because A, who says there needs to be a point? B, the point is, how many new characters who are going to carry the future of the MCU forward have we met in phase four? The answer is a shit ton. That is the point of phase four to me. We're repopulating and expanding and diversifying, hello, and deepening the Marvel Cinematic Universe so that when the next big event comes in whatever phase, we'll have been connected to Shang-Chi, we'll have been connected to Ms. Marvel, we'll have been connected to Moon Knight. And also don't complain about where is it going, what's the point, until it's over. Right. What the point if is to what enjoy if the journey it all comes all together characters. at the end of it? <gasps> Who'd have thought something like yeah. a third act? That's the one nice thing is with all of these movies, they're all to be enjoyed on their own. But then overall arching, I think Kevin Feige isn't just like he's not like the fucking people doing Lost. He's not Ryan Murphy where they're literally just jerking off like, I don't know what to do. I think he's smarter than that. He knows where things are going. Yeah. Have Ryan Murphy is the opposite. He's the opposite of Kevin Feige in that Ryan Murphy has no ability to play the long game. And that is what Kevin Feige has been doing for for a long time now. And it's worked. Ryan Murphy is a pitch man and he never knows how to like, he's exactly. like, here's this a brilliant idea. He's and they're an like, okay, guy. how does it end? No, no. Kevin Feige is like a world builder, a storyteller. The way that this is unfolding is absolutely correct. We need Unless to Unless it ends horribly characters. and then I'll say it's shit. But I'm gonna oh, hold everything my everything ends horribly. But but here's because here's the thing is I remember Game of Thrones. I was like, what is the point of this? They keep expanding the characters, expanding more people coming after the throne. I was like, it needs to start narrowing down. Jesus Christ! Then it started narrowing down, and I'm like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. good. But then it was like, no, and then it turned out horrible. And then Bran was the king, and you're like, oh, this is shit. So it could go terribly wrong. Who knows? Yeah, but it, it could go amazing. But the other nice do. thing is, but then also we have Phase Five, where then you know maybe the X Men will come, and then I will be happy. Yeah, I mean, I think like Phase Four, like Phase Four, I'm thinking will is like this Act One, we're meeting all the new characters, or meeting the future of the MCU. Phase five will be like, oh shit, here's the conflict. Kang is now here. Doom is now here. Like, this is what's happening. And then phase six will be the resolution. And I'm sure during that resolution, we'll start to leak the new thing and it'll be X Men. Come on. Come on. So, anyway. Thor, go see it. That's why Thor is fine. fine. It's fun. Also, it's fun. You if, you, like if you if you watch everybody? that movie and you're like it's not funny, then you have no like then you should go kill yourself because you have no sense of humor at all. You're probably somebody who if you didn't like Thor and you're like I don't like that, you're probably somebody who takes drugs and is like I'm fucked up, man. I'm fucked up. <laughs> Where you, like you just can't enjoy it. Like you're like oh, okay, so and so just took drugs and now we have to take care of them. They couldn't just enjoy it. Yeah. I refuse to do that, by the way, because I don't drink. I'm always like the designated driver, but people then think I get, I can take care of people when they get too wasted and they are sorely mistaken because that is not going to happen. I listen, there was a long time ago where I did a ton of drugs and I, Oh yeah, me too. I learned one thing. 
You drugs can't rely on nobody. <laughs> are the best. Drugs are so fun and they're the best. And I wish I did them all the time still. <laughs> also, they can be pretty terrible. Also, but I can throw on there. But then when you have a bad trip, it's the worst thing in the entire world. Yeah. Um, sure. Even then, it's kind of fun. Yes. But I will tell you this. I have always had my shit together enough that I did not have to fully realize. I mean, every once in a while, it's like, hey, I think my dick fell off into the um, into the toilet. Can you come upstairs and tell me I'm not going crazy? There has been a few drug instances of that with me when I did acid. Um, but for the most part, I was able to take care of myself. I do not want to take care of anybody, especially super drunk people. Like I went to WeHo with Brett and his husband and my fiance and some other friends of ours. And these who were delightful. Yes. But Brett and Jeff, you guys drank so much. Oh, so yeah. much. It was like drink, 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 drink. Yeah. But you guys were fine. I was just waiting, being like, is there a point where they're going to start vomiting or stumbling over? No, or I'm gonna have to, uh, no they, you were fine. Cause I'll tell you doing this, this for if a long you weren't, time. You would have been on your own. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Girl, I would have thrown you in a dumpster. <laughs> nobody ever need nobody ever. Could you imagine doing that to someone? Like No, just- I had to. I had to recently offered someone got too drunk, and then I they were like, Can you drive him home? And they're always like, like falling oh over, God. like Adina from Absolutely Fabulous, like just falling out of the car. This person grabbed the steering wheel of my car while I was driving, telling me I was going the wrong way to his house, which I was not, tried to grab the steering wheel while I was driving, so basically tried to kill me. And I was like, nope, no, no, not again. And I will tell you this, one last story, but this is how we're going to end it. 15 years ago, I went to an office party <laughs> in Chicago, and they uh-huh. asked me, because I didn't really drink, to drive home the drunkest girl. from. She was the secretary at the office. And I looked at her, and she was oh. doing that like with her mouth. And I went, are you going to oh, throw no. up? And she went, no. And I was like, I don't have a bag or anything to give you. You cannot throw up in my car. And she's like, I'm not going to throw up. We drove three blocks. She projectile vomited, <gasps> turning her head, projectile no. vomited on my face. No. All over, all over the 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 windshield, and then after she vomited, I'm pulling over to not crash anything because I can no longer see. No, I pull over, and then as we pull over, she just went, "Oh, I feel so much better." Ew. So I'm not taking care of nobody, and neither should you, everybody. Who has time for that? I'm too busy reading yeah. comics. I yeah, and I and that, and that's the other thing. I'm gonna hate, hate to tell you this. If you read comics, or if you're in a character in Thor, well, I hate to break it to you. Well, that makes you queer. Bye bye. bye. bye.